Welcome to Recruiter Insights. This is a podcast made by recruiters to share some insights with you. In this episode, we want to teach you how not to get disturbed by recruiters. Okay, so in our job as recruiters, oftentimes we will go and disturb these people who are passive job seekers. But if we flip it to the other side uh, from candidates' point of view, there are times where you are so focused in your job and you feel like, why are all these people keep disturbing me, keep coming back to me for potential job opportunities? So in this kind of scenario, maybe as recruiters, we can share some insights and teach you how to be... (laughs) invisible or how to tell recruiters hello this is a sign that says do not disturb i'm not looking out what kind of um yeah what kind of idea can we share uh? shukan and hari on how not to be disturbed or you don't want to get calls every now and then saying that hey i want to talk to you for a potential job opportunity but in actual fact i'm actually not looking out <laughs> stop disturbing me though i have good profile I think um, you can't avoid recruiters approaching you if you are already on LinkedIn. What you can do is that minimize the number of recruiters actually speaking to you. I, I mean, like there's a lot of recruiters that actually come and talk to you. But the there's some JDs that you look through and then you'll be like, ah, this definitely not my kind of role. So I think in that sense, you can actually highlight in the skill set or like even give a brief job description on what you're doing currently in the current job or another way that i've seen some of the candidates actually did was like they actually put in the about me you know description and linkedin they actually said that they are currently not looking out and when did they actually decide to do that so they'll put a date there oh they like to put a timeline do not disturb me until at Correct. On the 30th so, of June. <laughs> yes, right. So they'll put like, okay, so I just joined this company, da 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 da, and I'm not looking out until this time. Or like, I'm not looking out until whatever the time it is. I saw a candidate before he put the title, not looking out. So I was like, wow, love it. I feels like a lot of recruiters approach him already. Uh, for my point of view, linking is really hard. But actually, most of the people that approach you are on LinkedIn only can connect you. Lah. So there are two ways. If the first way you can did what Hari did, I already mentioned just now. Hari mentioned just now. So you can just put not looking out until a certain date. I'll say looking look out at the moment. If the person still connect you, then you kind of have the reason that you can ignore them. Lah. Sorry, not connecting with you. That's so rude. <laughs> I mean, I already, I mean, I already wrote there that I'm not looking out. Then yeah, maybe you can just connect without saying anything. Yeah, just connect. I think that's fine. Anything. I was just thinking like because there um, maybe there are a few levels to I'm not looking out. First level, uh, I'm happy where I am. I'm not looking out. But who knows? That is something that can come my way, right? That's level one. You don't mind the disturbed, but at least relevant kind of jobs. Level two, I have projects to work on. I'm not really looking out. 
then maybe you can put there in your about me say not looking up for now until next year june maybe like you put a timeline so people would look at your profile like okay working on a project right now not looking out level three i'm super happy where i am i want to be the next director of this company not looking out forever <laughs> don't talk to me unless for business opportunity <laughs> right i think maybe they are you can put it into like three levels like then at least when people approach you they know oh when to get to you or when to get to you for the right job especially when you put it down on your social media profile yeah what do you guys what do you guys think i think i think i think what you said was true also but i don't but i do feel like it's not only linkedin some of it is also job street you know some people i do have candidates who actually update their resume on job street and then just leave it there and let's just say let's let me give you an example like they just joined a company and then they'll update it on job street and then just leave it there so it's a last updated is seven days ago that's what uh... normally it is so we'll tend to think like you know during a probation period maybe you don't like the company or whatsoever right then you'll approach you then you'll be like um i'm not currently looking up because i just joined a new company so it seems like it's not for, fair for us also lah what you can actually do is like remove your profile from there or like you know when it when time comes then you update it rather than like uh, updating and it's just leaving it there for yeah for other like like don't give us a wrong signal i think especially you're right especially job street you can update your social media profile but for job street if you're seriously looking out don't update because you just joined a new company but update only <laughs> When you're looking out, because most often, often times, right, when we approach these people, they think, oh, uh, only three months are looking out. Maybe something is wrong. But when we approach them, we're like, actually, I'm not looking out. I'm happy. Why did you update your job street? Your job street is not a LinkedIn. <laughs> Don't say, hello, I'm happy to start my career in which, which company. Sorry. Job street is like, I hate my company. I want to leave. <laughs> Not like you update, Facebook, your you update and tell everybody, hello, now I'm a new company. Don't do that if you don't want to be disturbed. Yeah, so how to pulling your CVs down from Job Street, you need to go to settings. And I think there's one, let me check. Uh. Let me check the proper way. Yeah, check the proper way to put it down. Uh. Yeah, once you put it up, then how do we put it down? Or you can edit. Uh. Okay, even if you want to ed- put your latest profile on Job Street, right, you can put that next to the company name or next to your name not looking out now <laughs> i don't think i've seen anyone <laughs> who did that before but yeah because job street is the platform is like i hate it i want to leave <laughs> so i update it's like okay i'm looking out now i, I want to leave then okay so you go to job street go to real profile then i think from real profile there you can try to you can edit your cv then you just take it out from there. Lah. So that's the way that you can kind of like prevent the your CV from Job Street. Actually, I found out that a lot of people, they don't really put a lot of effort on Job Street CV. So that's why they will get a lot of different calls. You know, usually we will call people from different uh, job opportunities. Then somehow they say, oh, sorry, I haven't updated for a long time. Now I'm not in this company. I've newly joined a new company. Mm, I'm quite happy for that. I see, I see. Yeah, true. I think sometimes the way you update your profile will tell a lot to recruiters, especially when they scroll, scroll, scroll through your profile and think that you are the right person. But 
then to realize that, eh, I have left this company and I just newly joined. Eh, that's true. Uh. It works both ways. Eh. If you don't update, then people will come to your profile and like, eh, I, this person has joined this company for five years. But after calling the potential person, then to only to realize that, eh, I just joined a new company for two months. Then how? Uh? I, mean, I mean, usually I did that sometimes. So that's why I can find some candidates are basically looking for jobs. Lah. So I mean, if you are looking, you are not really looking out on, how do I put it this way? Okay. If you are passively looking out, then you still can leave it there. But also you can update it from time to time lah, to remember that actually I have a job street on, I have a CV on job street. Maybe I left the company or I'm leaving the company, I can update once. Mm, or I'm looking out, I'm, yeah, I want okay, to leave, okay. then you can update I also. See, I see. Okay, can. What else? Ah? Wow. Today's topic is really tough because we always teach people what you have to do in order to get uh, noticed by recruiters and so that they can come to you and talk to you. But today's, tonight's topic is like how to make them not come to you. Oh, another how thing. To avoid us. You annoy us, then we will, we will ignore you. <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, we also can teach some way it's like, oh, I also I'm not looking. Although I'm not looking out now, but I still want to like maybe maintain the relationship first. Then in the future, if I'm looking out, then I can find someone who can help me to find some jobs. Lah. So we also can share some of the different ways that it's kind of like keeping a good relationship with recruiters. Do you think so? Yeah, true. I think you can... Once you have that relationship with the recruiters, then at least the recruiters will... Um, you set the boundaries and then recruiters will know when to come to you. Like, uh, okay, maybe like you have this one candidate who has always been talking to you, but always not looking out, not looking out. But maybe one day after five times, right, the recruiters, you go back to the recruiter and say, hey, right now I'm looking out. I think then they will pay attention to you because you have already built the rapport earlier on. Yeah, that's true. And especially if... Let's say when you are not looking out, then the recruiters approach you already. What is the things that what is the important information actually you should share to the recruiters so they can help you better in the future job opportunities? Mm, yeah, true. Another way, if let's say you don't want to talk to recruiters, you too busy, you're not looking out, don't want to talk to recruiters, what you can always do is that uh, you tell them that you're not looking out, but at the same time you can ask them what are the jobs that you have in mind. Like, I'm not looking out, but I don't mind looking at the job description or the title or the company. Then at least I can think through it. Lah. Then I'll let you know. Do you think that would be a best way? I think I think certain times, like, I know, like, you know, we can tell them to like, oh, take a look at a JD or like look at the title or anything like that. But there are some people who are actually not keen at all. They don't want to be disturbed. So I feel like you can kindly tell it, tell it to us like, that you're not looking out and da da da, uh, therefore I'm not really looking out. Yeah. So uh, I think it's better for you to see other people or connect with other people instead of me. Then you can say it in a polite way also like, because you'll understand what you guys mean as well. Rejecting them politely. Mm. like You don't have to feel frustrated but just say, thanks for coming to me. Uh, I'm not looking out. Uh, I don't want to waste your time. Yeah, we will understand the cues. Yeah. Don't worry. You don't have to shout at us or like put down the phone or anything like that. I, I think you, the people, the candidates also need to realize that, you know, we are human beings. So there is like certain amount of respect. There is, you know, when you talk to other people who called you. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, although you are not looking out, um, sometimes, although you are not looking out now, but sometimes you can share the your preference industry, or your preference job title, or your preference uh company lah to the recruiters. Like, hey, actually, although I'm not looking out. But uh, I'm more into this kind of area. So if let's say in the future, then you have this kind of job, then you can try to ask me lah. I will still like if I'm still not looking out. I see. Like be precise and state your goal. For example, I'm not looking out right now, but maybe in the next two years, I'm actually looking at to grow at this particular job from manager to senior manager, leading a team of maybe from two to four people in a different industry. Like at least briefly share with them what you want uh, so that they know. Okay, two years later, down the road, if I have this job, then I'll come back to you. But for now, I will not disturb you because I've already spoken to you and I understand that. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, because that's actually how we get different uh, candidates also. Like, you know, in the office, sometimes we are working on different roles, but there's sometimes I also like, eh, you're working on this role. Actually, I have a good candidate on this he said he's not looking out by that time, but he said he's interested in these fields and in this role. You want to try to approach him or not? Then we will try to approach him like for this. Then sometimes the candidate also by that time are looking out or are interested in that role. So yeah, be open for that actually. Mm, yes, yes, yes. True. Be open. Just uh, it's okay to it's okay to say no lah. So in this situation, I want to tell you that it's okay to say no, but uh say it politely and just tell upfront so that you can manage our expectations as well because um, I mean day to in our everyday life and whenever we talk to candidate we do have people who say yes to us and people who say no to us and normally what these people do is that they will tell us uh, a bit more why they don't want to look out first and then what they want to look for in the next potential job opportunity so yeah, you don't want you want to build the relationship with us, right? So that the next round when you want to find another job opportunity, then it's easier for us at that time already. Like, oh, okay, we know you and we will keep a lookout for you. Yeah, that's true though. Like building relationship with other people actually is quite important even if you are not looking out because you know sometimes you're not sure when you need different kind of the help in the future because I feel like working in this industry right opportunity sometimes is quite important in different job in your career yeah i agree and sometimes when opportunity comes right it doesn't mean that it will come when you're ready like i'm ready after the project ends the good opportunity might come in the mid of the projects and if you miss it then you miss it lah then there's another opportunity gone no then you have to wait again for another cycle and also nowadays because um the market or the job market is a bit unstable. We hear retrenchment from different different companies and let's say you're very happy now, you're not looking out. Who knows, like one day your company will be affected and suddenly from not looking out actively to looking out actively and that's how then I think you can connect with your recruiter quickly. Uh, please all the shop X people stash stash uh stash X people and also what company again uh, what we are t- that day we are talking about uh Shopee la, inter- inter- can we in- say the name <laughs> so that's why I show shop X <laughs> I think we can say the name because on the news right oh because yeah okay so if let's say different uh, if please channel it's on channel news Asia la, mm-hmm. I read today yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Shopee please, is if let's say 
you are getting sh- uh, retrenched from different companies, please let us know so we can know how we can help you to find your next opportunities. Lah. Okay, but now I, I have a question to Wendy. You, because you've been like in this recruitment agency for a very long time. Wow, do you think so okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you think compared to last time now there are more recruiters more recruitment agencies yes definitely i think there are a lot of recruitment agencies around the big players and the small players and the individual some you know some people even branch out and do their own recruitment job so there are a lot more recruiters nowadays and uh, the talents uh, are smaller especially if you look at area of maybe it jobs uh, there are a lot of demands from companies looking for you know developers and uh, I can feel that you know this we have lesser pool of you know developers and then we have like high demand low su- low supply la. and then these same recruiters will then come approaching the same people I'm pretty sure if you are in IT and you've been approached by recruiters daily you'll be agitated la. it's like hello <laughs> yesterday only I get a call from a recruiter today I'm getting a call for a recruiter guess yeah like more recruiters more jobs but not enough talents i guess then you get more calls but it's not a bad thing means you have value in the market (laughs) yeah which means that you are very good candidates then but sometimes i know that you are you might not looking out then it's back to our topics lah sometimes although you are not looking out but it's also you are open you can also try to go interview to know your values like, oh, wow, so much recruiters actually approach me. How much is my value? Then you can go interviews. Mm, but if let's say you want to save, save the efforts to do so, then feel free to do so. Lah, because I know interviews, sometimes you need a lot of preparation. To You need times and efforts to do the preparation. Yeah, true. And sometimes I think what you can do, even if you want to do a short call, like five-minute call with the recruiters, I think they are also okay to hear you out. Even if you are not looking out and you don't want to get disturbed I think a quick 5 minute call might you know explain everything okay you know like since we are talking about so much things that saying that oh you should avoid recruiters in this way we should recruiters avoid recruiters in that ways may I know like actually what's kind of experience that you have what kind of the bad experience that you had that people rejects you or avoid you then is that in a very bad way that you give them a red flags okay now we talk about the red flags that you give to recruiters and hence they don't want to come approach you whenever there's good opportunity right okay wow this one yes I have at the end, yeah. NDA. <laughs> we just signed an NDA in the company and right now right, we are a bit more careful with what we can review, not to review. Please cut this if it's not relevant. <laughs> um uh we well, red flags that you give to us and we will not want to come back to you. Uh I have a scenario. So I have this candidate that I placed in the company already and he joined the company for a month. A month later, he decided that he wanted to resign to rejoin his other company. And I'm like, 
okay, if this is what you have decided, you have talked to uh, your bosses, then fine. However, one or two weeks later, he came back and said, I changed my mind again. I want to now come back to the job uh, because uh, I've discussed with my wife and all that. Then I went like, huh? It's a big red flag. The next time when I want to approach you again, I have to think twice because uh, why didn't you consider all these things before you decided to resign? And then you come back to me telling me another reason saying that, you know, I did, initially I didn't discuss with my wife and then now I, I realized that I want to come back to this first job that I have. So just a little bit of context. Uh, the second job that this person resigned to, to move into, right, actually is a relocation to another state. But it, it was a very big MNC company, great benefits, good name. Lah. And they came approaching him twice. That's why he decided, I will resign and join them lah, since they pursued me second time. But he didn't think through it first before he send resignation to the boss and tell me that he doesn't want the job anymore. To me, that is a big red flag already. So when I want to approach him the next time, I have to be very careful or I might not want to come back to him anymore. Yeah, that's a big red flag. <laughs> that's a huge red flag. It's like, wow, you did this. It's like, what if happened in the next time? I mean, I understand sometimes it's different scenarios, but you know, when we see these kind of things happen, we will think about what in the future because that's the impression that you gave already. Yeah, true. Another, do you all have you experienced any uh, red flags from candidates recently? I feel like sometimes if direct reject is like, sorry, I'm not looking out, then you hang out the phone, it's annoying, but it wouldn't cause a red flag. Like it's an orange flag. It's like, ah, this guy, don't, don't put effort to, uh, don't put any efforts to... Lighter colour. Yeah, lighter colour. Like, don't put efforts to approach these people. They are not looking out like that. So, it's not a good thing to do lah. But as in red flag... Um... No, no, I mean like what you said is true lah. If you were to say like upfront that like you don't want the job opportunity or anything like that, then I'll be fine with it. You know, you don't want... It's much better than saying yes, I'm interested. And then you come... Then, then we get to schedule a meeting with you and we want to know more about your working experience and your salary packages but then you don't show up. You know, it's a bit more frustrating because we feel like we have completed our task and we were moving on to the next stage but you just FFK us. So it's a bit more frustrating uh, because like we have, we have booked the time for you and not for anything else. So that one hour of my time is wasted because of that. So most... Because... We'll be sitting in the interview. Probably we'll give you like 10-15 minutes. You don't come in. Then we text you. And then you don't reply. You've seen it. So I feel like, you know, that 15 minutes, 20 minutes or like 30 minutes of that time, I could have made good use out of it, you know? It's yeah. time consuming and I think well. another thing to... Another not another red flag or will cause us not to come to you would be uh, if we sense that you are not honest, especially when you, especially especially in the very early stage when we do a maybe five minutes phone call just to understand your background and understand your interest for your next job, right? And you were not being very honest, like uh, the way you share information and all that. It feels very dodgy, and then that will not make us want to come back to you again when we have another job opportunity, or even if we want to, right? You'll be our Instead of the number one, you'll be the number 20 candidates <laughs> uh, to come back to. Right. 
I got, character. I got another one is like, uh, they they are they, when they when I do the five minutes call, they are like, yeah, actually it sounds good. Yeah, I think this opportunity is good. Yeah, because I'm looking, I was looking for a different opportunity. I want to grow myself. Then after that, he suddenly and I send a JD. They arranging an interview. Then they suddenly text me. Sorry, I feel like I'm not looking out more anymore. They're like, wow, wow in. 30 minutes in one hour, then you change your mind. It's like, yeah, what, a good noise. what a good it, noise. It wasn't explain why, no. No, you say, oh, sorry, I just, then a lot of time they say, oh, sorry, I just accepted an offer. Like that. Oh. oh. But that's considered, I mean, I think that's quite okay, like at least. Okay. Now, the not good part, I think, will be like earlier on, because accepted an offer, meaning they are already exploring other companies. So when you approach them, maybe uh, a week ago, and they tell you that they are keen. And then when you do the arrangement, and suddenly they say, I got an offer and don't want to go for interview with you anymore. No, mine is like, I call in in the morning, then I arrange an interview. Then in the afternoon, they say, I got an offer. I accepted oh. the offer. Then it's like, ah, okay. What? Then it's like, you're expecting an offer also. Then actually this time you should tell me, actually I'm expecting an offer. Then I'm say, then I will, this, those are, those are the time that I will ask you. So if let's say in this in, uh, opportunity, interested, interesting enough, to maybe you want to put on hold or it feels like oh I just want to take the offer then we won't bother you anymore actually mm, then actually yeah. this gives me some not a good impression nah. it's like you also kind of like try to cut the see here see there minded uh, yeah flicker minded la. then kind of like taking yeah just flicker minded la. then another kind is like uh, FFK is a very huge reflect to me actually like I feel like you are not very responsible to ours Two hours mm. or so. Then how, yeah, then how I how can I believe you to be responsible to my client also? Like especially for the job itself. I mean there are sometimes you have urgency, then you can tell me after that. You have, you have some urgent things you need to run, then you can tell me that after this, like, oh sorry, I couldn't take your call, I couldn't take the te- text you just now because this thing happens. Then I say, Oh, okay, I understand, no worries. But if let's say you just oh, sorry, I missed this. Then say, uh, you didn't have anything else you'd like to explain, then I think it's a huge red flag to me. Yeah, true. I, I guess then it comes down to uh, character, right? Attitude of the person. If you're irresponsible, if you're not honest, and if you, you know, prideful or just, you know, talk big and actually just try to cover, <laughs> cover yourself with like big works and all that, that will sort of give us a red flag and I feel like, eh, very uncomfortable uh, coming back to you. Yeah, there was once now there was once where the candidate FFK me on a Saturday. Wow. Saturday morning. That was so really, really bad because you know Saturdays are the days I don't work on Saturday. Like rest, relax. <laughs> no, because I had to. It was one of the big roles. So I thought, you know, it's a very fruitful one if I were to like interview him and send him over. But in the end he didn't show up. And another red flag for me would be that, um, let's just say I text him today and he replies me and then he says he's interested and I follow up with him the same day. He takes another oh, week to reply yes. me. And then I'll be like, okay, you know what? I'll go with it. Then I'll be like, okay, when are you available for a short chat? And you reply me another yes. week later. Red flag for me, already. then then I feel like, yeah, already a red flag. When would I like actually like move on to the next step, you know? And then if you were to like be shortlisted and going for interview, who knows you will do the same thing to the client. So that will paint a very bad picture to the client. The candidate is not good. And as well as us not taking care of the quality of the candidate. 
True, true. What else? Uh? I think there are, there are red flags in different stages of the recruitment process. Uh, the beginning part where your attitude is bad and it showed up, then we will be a bit more careful with you. Uh, when it comes to interviewing stage and... Uh, well, the good thing is, let's say if they uh, don't show up with us, we okay, we are we hate it lah. We hate it. You don't show up with us. But the worst scenario, right, is when you say yes to our client or to that potential employer. I'm going for interview. You last minute don't show up, and you don't even tell your reason. I think that would be very very bad. It's a re- bad reputation for you, and also maybe it might affect us lah because we are like not managing our candidate well or like not educating them but please don't do that if if you already say yes to going for the interview please show up even if it's last minute you don't want to uh, you know you're not interested in the job opening anymore at least just go there and talk to them I think by the end of the day the lesson of the day is just be a grown ass man <laughs> be, be responsible and woman, and woman. <laughs> yeah yeah it doesn't and happen woman. to men <laughs> be a grown ass adult be, be responsible then be careful of what choice you made be responsible to what uh, things that you have done and also be respectful to different people yeah. I feel like actually now a lot of people treat recruiters as a sales role so kind of like as a waiter or oh, I cannot mm. I cannot really treat them well because I won't see them anymore that's so not educated to be honest yeah treat us like maybe like your business partner like you know talk to us or uh, yeah, good attitude lah. Good attitude. Like, don't treat us like trash. <laughs> wow, <laughs> big words. <laughs> I mean, there are sometimes are bad recruiters that not very really good attitude. You can fight back. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, as long as uh, you treat the person well, then respectfully. Respectfully, yes. It's a mutual respect lah. Yes, yes, know. yes. Mutual respect. I think, I think, yeah, it goes both ways. I think uh, if you understand that recruiter is being very mean or pushy or anything like that, feel free to speak up, you know. It's your own rights whether you want to apply for a job or not. I like this part. But yeah, the, feel free to but, speak out and say, but, learn how to say no. Yeah, learn how to say no. But when you, when you, when you, know, you will already know when you are speaking with a, a recruiter or a candidate whether the person is nice or not. So if you feel like the person is not being nice, then turn it down politely move on from that you will come across other recruiters as well but not all recruiters are like them trust me most of us are good yeah so i guess uh, there are sometimes you also you face some difficult or annoying recruiters that keep chasing you say hey, hey help me eh. why you haven't do this eh, why haven't done that eh, when you want so that one you can either you, if you find it too annoying you can ignoring them or you can like just tell them politely, sorry, I'm not looking into this anymore. Like that, thank you. Then you just do your own things. Lah. Then for candidates, like actually, I mean, there are actually, like what Harry said, there are out there, there are good recruiters. There are many of them. Don't because of some of the bad like ones that spoil the whole good name. We are good ones. We are good ones. Actually, we don't choice people. We are nice and responsible, respectful people. <laughs> self-praise <laughs> but yeah we are we are genuine yeah so can talk to us like, if you find that you have bad experience with other recruiters you can feel free to talk to us we promise we will be good <laughs> yeah true 
guess th- there are two parts of today's conversation, I guess, that we want to convey to the listeners out there. Uh, first part is like the positive side of things. Like you are good, you have your experience, that you're not looking out and you don't want people to disturb you, but you can politely say no to them. Second part, uh, always have good attitude. Lah, because if you have bad attitude, it will annoy your recruiters. And it, it will spoil your name. Yeah, actually. yeah. We won't come back to you again next time, knowing that if you're not being truthful or you're not being, uh, yeah, being very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to ask a few questions. And only one, actually. Uh, truth or false? I heard from some of my candidates that, like, they didn't apply for some jobs, but then the CV is being pushed to the client's office. Or a hiring manager. Did you guys did you guys come across any of this experience? I heard one of the candidates said that. So that's why yes. they have really, they had really bad experience with recruiters. I felt it really bad also. Actually it's very, very irros- irresponsible to from the recruiter point of view. Yes, I know that sometimes certain recruiters just send out the C V first to their client before getting consent from a candidate. I guess from candidate's point of view, you can always ask the recruiter whether are you sending my profile and if you're not interested you need to at least warn them please do not send my profile I will let you know if I want to apply but if I don't want to apply please don't send my profile I guess you can highlight that part to the recruiter so that they are aware oh this person has mentioned it to me before I shouldn't send then also sometimes before we send the CV we will also say if we find a good opportunity we will also say hey actually I have this good opportunity I find it might be suitable to you are you interested first yes yes and yes. if they are interested they will say okay in this case I will share your CV to them uh, then we will yes, double yes, confirm yes. with them yeah you most of, yeah every time actually all the time we will always check in with candidate first whether they are keen or not and we get their consent uh, before we send out the Profiles. Our company encourage this lah. No, our yeah. company, our companies are practicing this. It's not yes. encouraging. We yeah, are practicing yeah. This. We are definitely doing this. So that's why we are the good ones. Wow. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. So I think to end these topics, well, it's more about like be a responsible adult, be a good person, be a respectful person. But if you come across someone who are not respectful to you, then feel free to annoy them. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to voice out. And it's okay to, to speak out your mind and say, hey, you're stepping over my boundary. Yeah, then if you are not really looking out, few of the tips is like you can state in your link, on your LinkedIn profile, you can state that, sorry, I'm not looking out at this time. Then on, you can try to pull out your CV from Josh Street. Then if someone approach you, then you can have a sticky note have a same line sorry I'm not looking out but I'm, my interested area is this feel free to contact me if you have this kind of opportunity in the future then you can copy and paste short simple precise and they will get your they will get your message already if they still don't get it I have no words to say <laughs> yeah so I think this is kind of the information that I will I think we, this kind of the information that we brought to you today hope is helpful so if you are looking out for jobs, feel free to contact us via uh, Instagram or yeah, via Instagram. We only have Instagram at the moment. Yes, check us out on our Instagram uh, and see you next in yeah. your I next think that's episode. Uh, for our topic today. That's yeah. a wrap. That's a wrap. Thank you for your time. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye.
I see, I see. Okay, let me warm up since you can cut, right? Let me do talk yes. some nonsense here about thinking. Um, mm. hey, what I want to say just now, I exhaust something I want to say just now. Fuck. Uh, I think it's like. I always silencing my voice. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Uh, what I want to say just now is like. Please let a note. Please, please. Fuck! <laughs>